Sir, you seem pretty stable. Have you thought about adopting one of our kids? Sure haven't. Well, keep adoption in mind. It's a great way to have a kid without having sex. Really? Welcome to the world of tomorrow. This is Back to the Futurama, your podcast voyage through one of the greatest TV shows Fox ever canceled. I'm Mike. And I'm Ben. And today we're talking about Season 3, Episode 9, The Cyber House Rules. So I've never seen The Cider House Rules, although I've been told it's weird. Um, I've never seen it either, actually, so... Yet again... Come to us for all your film discussion needs. We've seen everything from 1997 James Cameron hit <laughs> film Titanic up through and including the Cider House Rules. Mm-hmm. We've seen it all. All of it. I, I really appreciate the fact that a lot of the times Futurama hits all the, the, you know, the known pop culture hits that we've not seen. I'm imagining now like a best of ben and mike movies uh like those old 1990s like cd collections where to have the title of each song scrolling by and then the ones it's playing are in yellow and it's just like here are the movies that they definitely have not seen and then just scrolling by like with that scroll is just way too fast to read you know that (laughs) well i mean it's it's a best of collection so it's not every movie we haven't seen um it's just um like the top 20 movies we've never seen in one amazing collection i bet you that's a pretty good collection (laughs) it's probably a pretty good collection (laughs) i just hold on i'm gonna bring up the top 100 movies oh it's them yeah probably because like honestly everybody's like oh ben you should check out this awesome great award-winning movie and i'm like i'm gonna watch Spaceballs for the 90th time i i i love Spaceballs very much and yeah, I mean, Spaceballs is a good film. Uh, I don't think most people are going to put it on their best movies ever list. Um, I think at, it, you have to like constrain that list to best sci-fi parody movies. That's a list that Spaceballs will make it to. All right. So here we go. AFI's top 100 <laughs> Excellent. Let's movies. do this. I'm going to read the first 20. Citizen Kane. Nope. Yes. Casablanca. Yes. No. The Godfather. No. No. Gone with the Wind. No. No. Lawrence of Arabia. No. No. The Wizard of Oz. Yes. Yes. The Graduate. No. No. On the <laughs> Waterfront. Yes. No. Schindler's List. No. No. Singing in the Rain. Uh, I No. No. Very possibly that I have. It's a Wonderful Life. Yes. Yes. Sunset Boulevard. No. No. The Bridge on the River Kwai. No. No. Some like it hot. No. No. Star Wars. Yes. Hell yes. <laughs> yes okay. Got there. Cool. Cool. We're doing great. We're doing great. Um, <laughs> that's two out of so far. All about Eve. No. No. The African Queen. No. No. Psycho. Yes. No. Chinatown. No. No. One flew over the cuckoo's nest. No. No. All right. So we got like... Hey, I think I've seen more movies on that list than you have. <laughs> oh, undoubtedly. Thank you, intro film class in, when I was a freshman. Yeah, so... Because uh, I would have never watched Psycho without having a prompt for it. So clearly, uh, we're doing real good on that list. Um, well, we're, we're known as pop culture uh, uh, experts. And with uh, no further ado... Let's talk about the thing we do know, Futurama. We sure do. So we start out, um, everybody's watching Good Morning Earth, which is sort of a, a like morning day, uh, morning talk show featuring Morbo and Linda, where mm-hmm. they're in like PJs and robes and drinking coffee. And Morbo is, he's all like, oh yeah, you know, I, I made the cookies for the kids and they just, you know, he's being such an, a nice, friendly host for once Mm -hmm. he's like but i digress 
Tremble, puny humans. Like, <laughs> I like how his side, uh, side conversation is like, oh, yeah, like, my family loves cookies. Like, they were yeah. so great. He seems like a good family man. He's a very relatable or destroyer a, of humans. A family alien. Do we ever know what his species is? Because he's not a man. He's a, definitely an alien. Um, he's a Morbo. Okay. Morbo is a good family Morbo. I don't actually know. Um, I want to point out that we have had two bins Googling that corner already in this episode. So we're doing real good. We are... Remember that whole way too long intro segment we did about how we're great <laughs> pop culture icons and know everything? <laughs> yeah, we're pretty... Awesome. We're on top of all of this for for our wonderful listeners. The Infosphere says Morbo the Annihilator is one of the little known species of yellow-eyed aliens with gigantic heads. Basically all it's got. Um, It does not say he's an unnamed species. Well, he is definitely a family one of those. He is a family one of those. Uh, That is correct. Suddenly, uh, Leela hears a knock on the door and asks Fry and Bender, can one of you get that? And they both shake their head, no. And it's a, it's a nice long beat where they're just like all not getting the door. <laughs> uh, Leela finally relents and goes and gets the door and see, and finds a doorbell baby. And the funny thing to me is that, which I didn't even think about until just right now, is that Fry and Bender come up after Leela answers <laughs> yes. the door so they're like, no, I'm not going to answer the door. And then, but I'll follow you. The moment the door's open, they're like, oh, what's at the door? <laughs> and yes, it's a doorbell baby. Just a little like baby it's, cooing it, in a basket. Yes. Um, Bender um, immediately assumes it's garbage and starts smashing it with, with one of his feet. Leela says, hey, stop. I think it's a baby. Bender says, a baby what? And continues smashing. I would like to point out at this time that while Bender is my favorite character, I remind everybody that I do not defend anything that he does. <laughs> you know, baby smashing. No big deal. Mm-hmm, yeah. like That's that's a Bender quote directly. Wait, yeah. a Ben quote directly. Yeah. Um, but Leela manages to uh, open it up and it's actually just a uh, little card uh, that is inviting her to the Cookieville Minimum Security orphanarium reunion a reunion she would never go to one of those imagine the look on all their faces when you show up with friends who eat all the hors d'oeuvres so this comes after leela describes how how she was bullied when they all just circled around her and called her one eye one eye which is uh, as somebody that has glasses has uh, felt that but different number um, Kids are not very creative. Not very creative, but also not very nice. No, they are not very nice at all. So after Fry suggests having friends that come and eat all the hors d'oeuvres, Leela's like, yeah, I would like to rub my success in a few select faces. So they go to Cookieville, Minimum Security Orphanarium. Uh, they get there and Fry and Bender realize it's a dump. And Leela's like, oh, the bars were so much thicker when I was a kid. And they run into, I think his name is Mr. Vogel. I never picked up his name, but he's the warden of the orphan area. Mm-hmm. And he's a uh, he's actually got a little bureaucrat badge. He's a grade 135 bureaucrat. Mm-hmm. He's doing well for himself. Some 135th highest grade there is. It's true. Yeah, they, they share some like nostalgia mm-hmm. um, real quick. Yeah, they. I believe the warden says those were happier times to when she was an orphan at the orphanarium, which is an interesting thing to say to an orphan. There's a lot of weird humor in this episode about uh, <laughs> being an orphan and how much society just doesn't care about you when you're an orphan. Yeah, it's... Yeah, it's... It's, it's a little rough. It's a... It's a lot rough. I imagine, I, full disclosure, I'm not an orphan, but I. it looks, it seems like a very rough road to have to go down and then have watched this episode. And it's like, well, we're just going to kick them while they're down. On that note, they go to the party and Bender and Fry are trying some of the hors d'oeuvres and they are having such 
delicious sounding snacks as gristle in a blanket mm. and popsicle sticks. Delicious. Have absorbed quite a lot of flavor. Bender says that they've absorbed quite a lot of flavor. So who is to really know? This is one of those weird times where suddenly Bender actually has taste. Mm-hmm. Like there's a whole episode devoted to the fact that he can't taste. But in these weird situations, it's like, oh, yeah, Bender just totally tastes the popsicle sticks. Uh, I prefer to read it as he knows that it has flavor, but he doesn't know the flavor. So it's like he can he can detect and realize the flavor, but it doesn't connect up to his robot brain that says this is tasty and right. Okay. So salty, sweet, savory, etc. It all just gets lumped together into flavor. And that explains why he would try to serve uh, the slug from a long time ago when he just bathed it in salt. It was all just flavor. If salt is flavorful, more salt is more flavorful. Exactly. Until you kill everybody with a lethal <laughs> dose of salt, including Zoidberg, who went back for seconds in an episode that is currently that is not the current episode we're talking about. <laughs> Leela shows off the old group photo of, of the orphanarium. Uh, Fry can't seem to find her uh, because she is in the cootie corner in the corner. Yeah, and Bender singles out a single orphan in this photo. It's like, who's this normal-looking guy? <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's just, this episode is so, it's so such a, great for normal. It's such a weird trait to just be like yep that is the normalest looking dude i've ever normaled he looks so average he's the averagest of average if there was a bell curve he is standing right there on the top sure is his name is adley atkins uh who leela had a crush on as a as a girl also i just realized that i should write valentine's day cards that say like if there was a bell curve, you'd be on the top. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. I, good. I don't, you're going to have to have a line, though, I think. A, a, a full boutique line of mm-hmm. these these good uh, greeting cards. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could probably come up with more of them, but I got nothing. Be- okay. Because I'm a pretty average guy when it comes to greeting cards. I think there's something there, though. Like, maybe. Who knows? <laughs> Not us. If you work for Hallmark and want some (laughs) new employees, (laughs) please contact me because I'm clearly the best. Mm -hmm. Tweet at Back to Futurama. He's he's very good at writing average uh, uh, greeting card greetings. This is my resume. It's a pretty average resume. Uh, Hey, darling. You... You look so average tonight. It's like that song by Eric Clapton, Average Tonight. (laughs) (laughs) This is going nowhere, and I keep trying to get it to go somewhere. What's up? You look really normal tonight. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. That's probably enough of that. Un- below average banter um so it turns out that adlay was one of the kids bullying her just kind of staring off and yelling one eye at her while she's like oh yeah she gets a mad crush mm-hmm. on adlay in this flashback yeah he's a pretty averagely handsome guy mm-hmm. hard to argue meanwhile uh my next note is everybody is a hobo <laughs> so before, before yes that is absolutely true uh leela first before seeing seeing the old gang knocks down two co- cocktails and then the liquid of a vase and oh yeah she is downing those uh like martinis yeah I, it also makes me wonder what's in that vase because there were uh, like flowers in it and she takes them out and she just mm-hmm. drinks the vase um and then goes over and talks to her crew which has become hobos greeting card idea okay let's do this my beloved on this valentine's day i would just like to say everyone is a hobo (laughs) (laughs) now i feel like you're not writing um 
I feel like you're not <laughs> exactly writing greeting cards. I feel like you're writing prompts for Cards Against Humanity. It can be two things. Fair enough. Hallmark, tweet at Back to Futurama, please. Thank you. Also, um, Cards Against Humanity, tweet at Back to Futurama. Thank you. Yeah, everybody at this reunion... Well, not everybody. The group she talks to. There's some actually like yeah. decent-looking people like, in the background. Mm-hmm. One of the people she's talking to literally says you know living in a box fighting off the shakes one guy says that he's just selling everything that falls out of him like hey you know it's a living it's you know you've got a finite amount of resources might as well get cash for it and then leela comes up and says oh me i've become a successful starship captain and everybody is incredibly patronizing that's that's great for a one-eyed girl Right, which it's pretty great for everybody. I mean, yeah. like I'm not a starship captain. I am not either, and I would love to be. Right, you and me both. And Mike and Ben's Starfleet of deliveries. I don't know. So we're starship captains and also greeting card writers. We can truly have it all. We can literally have it so. all. There's only two things: space piloting. <laughs> And writing greeting cards. Th- and there is and no- podcasting. We got that. Well, I mean, that's just a given. Nowadays, everybody has a podcast. Adelaide comes over and is like, hey, you should all stop making fun of Leela because being a starship captain is a perfectly normal profession. Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, Adelaide is a doctor. and A uh, tall doctor, you say. And as Ben alluded to, uh, she is very interested in him meanwhile uh bender is just knocking back drinks oh yeah back and forth double fisting it the moment he he finishes one puts it down it gets starts getting refilled as he's drinking the other just which to be fair if you get dragged to some sort of uh fancy event Mm -hmm. that's the move you want to make like if you don't know anyone else that introvert tip number eight find the bar Drink many martinis. And basically just be wasted. That is my introvert pro tip. Uh, here's my introvert pro tip. Uh, the next morning's going to suck. While Bender is drinking, the warden comes up and says, have either of you ever thought about adopting kids? Well, first he, he tells Fry that he looks stable. Uh, mistake. And then <laughs> says... Sure, yes. And then says, have you thought about adopting kids? Because, you know, it's a great way to have kids without having sex. You know, in that moment, he really sells it. Fry is actually like, huh, interesting. But remember, Fry doesn't, has cobbled together a working mind. The warden also points out that the government helps out with a $100 a week stipend check. Uh, Bender does a... A, a spit take in a very good way where he drinks a martini spits it drinks another martini and spits that it's very mm-hmm. wonderful well when you're double fisting drinks you have to double spit take it's the rules i see i i, I figured i was playing it by standards but i, I didn't realize it was a rule best practice yeah absolutely mm-hmm. yeah be- best practice is more of a uh, correct term it's not rule implies you'll get arrested if you don't do mm-hmm. it uh, you will just look down upon. It's true. Adelaide <laughs> says that he can give Leela some phaser eye surgery to make it so instead of one big eye, she has two normal eyes. Uh, she wouldn't be able to see out of one of them, but she would look totally normal. Mm-hmm. She, They would make a paraffin eye and graft it uh, to her face. And then Bender adopts 12 children. Yep. Yeah, he's going to collect those 12 government stipends. I do like how uh, Fry's like, why aren't those kids following you? Do you have candy stuck to your ass? It's a good question. Back at Planet Express, everyone's talking about Leela's plan to do this phaser eye surgery, and they're all kind of one by one pointing out, oh yeah, no, that's that's great. Either because, um, you know, as Amy points out, she's gotten cosmetic surgery. Uh, it was cuteness reduction. Yeah. Cuteness reduction surgery. Got to got to do it right there on the cheek and right there above the nose. And, be too cute otherwise. Um someone else points out that people will stop looking at her like some grotesque thing and so everybody, you know, in their own way is very sure. supportive. There is one dissenting opinion. 
It is Fry. It is Fry, uh, who says, no, you're great exactly how you are. Don't change a thing. Uh, you shouldn't listen to other people's opinions. Lula says, I'll start by not listening to yours. I'm going to get the surgery. Zoidberg also at this point suggests that while you're under the knife, you can get an ink pouch to escape your enemies. Professor says that's the dumbest thing he's ever heard and raises <laughs> his uh, a newspaper in his hand to smack the Zoidberg with. Zoidberg immediately deploys the ink pouch and whoops away. You definitely turned whoop into a verb, but I like it. You're welcome. At Taco Bellevue Hospital. <laughs> oh, man. It's every time that the hospital comes up, it's very good. Adelaide is unwrapping the uh, the face. Uh, that is, I mean, her face is totally covered in bandages sure. after the surgery. He's unwrapping it, and it turns out it's the wrong patient. It's just some random blonde yeah. woman. It's a blonde woman that they're like... <gasps> And she's just calmly sitting there, too, just, yeah. like, smiling. Yeah. That's, seems the, like she, that's the weird part. Well, she seems like she's having a good time. She's like, yeah, people people seem to like this. Cool. I just kind of assume she's dead inside. Like... Well, I mean, we can read the situation in multiple ways. My, my surgery bandages have been removed. I'm surrounded by total strangers. And yet I'm just smiling. Well, that's someone who's dead inside. Well, let's think about how many sedatives these people have after having facial surgery. All right. Uh, I will give that point to you. I, yes. I concede. Put it up on the board. I pointed at the board and it shows Ben uh, 78 and Mike none. Actually, nope. One. It just went up on the board right there. Thank you. People correcting us on Twitter. 700. Yeah, I, we are both losing this game. Friend of the podcast, Tema, nine hundred. Oh, I'm. Yeah, I, I, I'm surprised it's that low. To be honest, she usually gets us good. They unwrap Leela's face, mm-hmm. and Leela looks kind of weird with two eyes. To be honest, well, I, I, before we get into a discussion of Leela, how weird she is, which is way too much. Um, there is a shot where it's it looks like they're actually on the camera is where leela's face is and that's a reference to uh the twilight zone where there's an episode where i believe it's the episode where everyone has pig faces except for one person i don't believe i've seen that one and i just i i really love that shot because they i think they had to put the camera in like a fishbowl and unravel the the gauze around that's clever yeah anyway leela looks really weird and i think i finally figured out why okay well i mean other than the fact that leela has two eyes and normally has one okay i think her eyes are too far apart in the style of futurama and i think that's uh i think that's a conscious design choice to make it feel weird okay yeah now that now that you say that because yeah everybody's got that sort of matte graining sort of like everybody's eyes are really close together Right, I was I was actually noticing it when Fry is talking, and his his eyes are literally like smacked up one mm-hmm. uh, next to each other. It totally makes sense. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, I think you're right. But yeah, she looks weird. So weird. And uh, the pupil on her left eye falls <laughs> off, uh, and Adelaide just takes out a marker and draws it back on. Um, Seems good to me. She has trouble blinking because she's never had to blink two eyes before. Adelaide says he doesn't like to blink too much because he thinks it's flashy, <laughs> but when he does it, he enjoys it. Adelaide being just this super milk toast. Yeah, like literally that guy on top of the bell curve at everything. <laughs> it's true. Although he seems pretty skilled at, you know, mostly pretty skilled at phaser eye surgery, sure. but everything else it's just like the vanilla-ist vanilla yeah, uh, I, I think average re- f- truly reflects his personality where his skills are not quite average. They're above average, but his personality is just like m- milk and bread. Then there is a montage set to the song Pretty Woman. Mm-hmm. Leela throws out all of her monocles. And then buys a bunch of new uh, like binoculars and glasses at a store called iRobot, which I thought was pretty Ooh, clever. Ooh, I didn't catch that. Nice. Yeah, like E-Y-E Robot. That's, I like clever, that. Clever, right? That's very clever. Um, she then walks by mom's sons and then <laughs> winks at them by lowering 
<laughs> so dumb. Uh, she lowers one of her eyeglasses and winks, and they all just like run into each other. And like she's also like uh, Amy has to teach her how to put on eyeshadow for two eyes, which because Leela just goes all the way across. And I mean, I don't mean to like disparage, but I feel like it would be basically the same principle. Just like if you know how to do one big eye, you probably know how to do two small eyes. Well, you can. It's probably not that she can't do it. It's probably that she didn't even think to not do it. Okay. She's lived at least, you know, however long she's been alive with one eye. Think think about if if you had uh, one nose for your entire life and tomorrow you just got another one. Oh, I thought this was a hype, like you were naming a hypothetical situation in which I had one nose. And I was like, I do only have one (laughs) nose. What are you talking about? (laughs) I need to go get my eyes checked, I think. Or stop talking about my two noses, jerk. I didn't realize it was a. Sore um, subject. You look. It, the second one looks very good. You've done a good job with it. Thank you. Um, at the end of the montage, she's talking about how great it is that she actually blended in with mm-hmm. a crowd. Sure. She also runs into to, not to jump back a little bit, but at the end of the uh, like the second to last thing in the montage, she runs into. Uh, so there, we didn't really set this one up. Right, that's why I didn't mention it, because we didn't actually even talk about the blind guy. But it's very funny to me. Okay. <laughs> there is a blind guy that makes fun of her in every scene in the orphanarium, including at the reunion, and he has turned deaf. Um, He has become deaf. And she runs into him on the street and grabs his hand and makes him like do the facial awareness with the hand. And he just... Oh, it's just... It's it's a good good three beat joke. And then yes, uh, back at Planet Express, she's talking about how she actually blended in a crowd and is very excited about that. And also Bender comes in with his twelve children, and <laughs> it's like, children, I want you to meet all the jerk bags I work with, and they're all just like, hello, jerk bags, and like this really <laughs> cute, uh, really cute sort of uh, kid. Yeah. Way. Kids, meet the jerk bags I work with. Hello, jerk bags. I believe Amy asks them what their names are, and they start listing them. And Bender's like, they have names? And then he also says, from now on, you're all named Bender Jr. Seems reasonable to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, they, are, they tell him that they're very hungry, and it's like, every other day you want food. He's not a very good parent. Like, were we expecting him to be oh absolutely but the other the other thing here is that he <laughs> he points out that he's got 12 baby humans and 1200 wing wangs and i like yeah they calling m- money wing wangs like <laughs> i've never heard that before futurama but now it has worked its way into my lexicon where I will occasionally say, but it only works for big amounts of money, though. You can't be like, hey, man, can I borrow five wing wangs? Like, I don't know. I think that it, that doesn't work. No, I think it's got to be like, it's got to be enough that it's not going to be money you just have on hand. Okay. Like, like, so not like I make 15 wing wings an hour. Right. It's got to be like, oh, man, I just, uh, I got a bill for 100 wing wings okay like, so that's we're looking at like 100 uh, up so like well no it like i said okay. it all depends on it's got to be money that you're not going to have on hand it, so it depends on on different people right like, so like, like like holy cow jeff bezos has 12 million wing wings right whereas you know for me i don't usually like carry cash or whatever so i'd be like whoa like 30 wing wings Okay. So it's it's a personal like bar that you have to set for yourself. I'm just making up all kinds of arbitrary rules about how society works today. Well, society works in in respect to wing wings. Society works in mysterious ways. So <laughs> for <laughs> Adelaide comes by and uh he is like I was at just at a nearby tailor's getting one of my Hawaiian shirts toned down. <laughs> and he's wearing this Hawaiian shirt that is m- like It's like grayscale. Gray uh-huh. It's wonderful. And 
It turns out Adelaide is kind of getting a crush on Leela too. They flirt for a bit in ways that I don't care about really because it's, it's very average. It's at very average flirting. Um, I do like though the one line where he's like, "I've never been good with words," which is why I'm in such a delicate conundrum. <laughs> He's never been good with words. He certainly doesn't listen to this podcast. Man, and like so so many weird, dumb Adelaide-isms are such good lines that I always want to just be like, you know, like that one right there. Yeah. Perfect. So good. Uh, he has a couple more coming up where I'm always just like, <laughs> average, please. Just like, <laughs> so good. But we'll it's get there. Good. Um, so they they make a date for uh, this Sunday. Uh, Fry runs over and says, "I liked you before you were you weren't a cyclops." Yeah, I don't remember what. Yeah, basically, Fry's just jealous, and he realizes he's jealous. But my point still stands. Later on at Ozorgnax's pub, I I almost missed a very important Zoidberg moment. Yeah, uh, Zoidberg starts to warn Leela, like doctors are poor, and Leela's like. No, they're usually doctors are rich. And Zoidberg goes, what? When did this happen? You're joking, right? That's not funny. Okay, now we're going to Ozorgnax's. I just, I love that Zoidberg moment. Yes, so at Ozorgnax's pub, uh, where which is your St. Rodman's Day headquarters. I'm, very, I'm glad that's <laughs> not a thing. Um, so, well, and right now it isn't. Uh, all the kids are running around and and because he's like, you know, they've got food and a, a toilet and like, um, you know, that's something you kids do, right? Booze and peanuts. Um, so go nuts and they're running around and and he's like reading a paper or something. Yeah. Um, one of the kids kind of walks, runs up to him, is like, Bethany's hitting me, and he just hands her a baseball bat. And also, uh, Bender tries to, in his words, score with a cheap floozy. Which is made more difficult by the fact that the kids are bugging him and mm-hmm. and want his attention. Well, the the fembot is is interested in him because he's got got the kids. Well, yes, yeah, she's attracted to a man with responsibility. But when the kids start like actually bugging him, she's like, "I see you're busy," and That's then just true. walks off. I do want to point out that Bender's like almost immediately like, "Let's ditch these kids in an alley." Yeah, no, he literally says to ditch the kids in an alley mm-hmm. in response to, I like a man with responsibility. Bender's not too thrilled with it because they all start hugging him and he's like, I've got half a mind to hug all of you and see how you like it. <laughs> it's exactly what they want, Bender. It's exactly what they want. So then we go to Leela in the car with Adley uh, en route to their date at the Arboretum. A place that no one could object to. It's true. The Municipal Arboretum. I believe it says, yes, we have looking at trees. Sure does. Uh, it's such a great sign. In in the Arboretum. I, is, is, is that how you say it? I don't actually know. I think that's how you say it. Um, sure. Cool. Uh, we will probably be corrected by one of those many people who correct us all the time. And then when that happens, we can put it up on the board. There's a tree that, like, you can come up and ask for a bouquet of flowers. Mm-hmm. The person before Adlai says, I want the most beautiful bouquet for my most beautiful wife- girlfriend. And then uh, it hands this very large, beautiful bouquet. And mm-hmm. then they walk up and Adelaide's like, average, please. <laughs> and the tone of it is wonderful. You, you, you were, that's good on that tone right there. Look, I. You nailed it. I love Adelaide. In like this weird, like looking at a carnival freak show sort of way. Sure. Like I don't want to be him, but I'm fascinated by him. <laughs> it's true. He's in this world of like hyper color and like movement, and and he's just he gets off on being average. He's just a like, gray blob. He's doing his job. Yeah, doing his job. Going home, putting together puzzles. It's all. He also, uh, oh, here's a great, uh, this isn't mine, uh, Hallmark, for the record, but he does point out, Leela, you're 999,999 in a million. That's the opposite of what most people say the other are. 
But I mean, you know, to to be fair, Leela is still in this like That's true. She, she looks wants normal to be. for yeah, once. She wants that to be. Is in that is actually a compliment in that moment to this specific woman. That's true. That's a good point. Which is why there need to be greeting cards for that specific specific thing. Yeah. I just I don't want to walk over to the you used to be a freak, but now you look somewhat normal section. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's uh, a great section of the the greeting card <laughs> aisle. I feel like the section is smaller than the placard that they have to bi- to print. Probably. They all go to Elzar's for dinner to meet Adelaide, who was actually there this time, unlike the time when they went without Angeline. That's true. Yeah, they did do that. I, At uh, Elzar's. Elzar's is the only fancy restaurant they know oh, of. Oh, it's the only one that exists. I do want to point out that at the end of the date, they both go in for a kiss, and Adelaide just does a little peck and bounces back, and Leela's kind of surprised but happy about it. And at Elzar's, Leela says, isn't he dreamy? And Zoidberg's like, totally. (laughs) (laughs) Zoidberg is just so into it. Zoidberg Zoidberg is is, uh, definitely into it. It's, It's wonderful. Bry goes on this great big rant about what is so wonderful about Leela being normal. He he then goes through everyone sitting at the table and explains what who they are. Zoidberg, a weird monster who smells like he eats garbage and does. Damn right. The professor, a senile, amoral crackpot. Hermes, a Rastafarian accountant. Amy, a klutz from Mars. And then Professor says, and Fry's got that brain thing. I already did. <laughs> Oh, such a good section of this episode. Uh, it's very good. Also, at this exact same time, coincidentally, Bender is taking his 12 children out for dinner. At Elzar's. At Elzar's. The same location. The only fancy restaurant that they know. <laughs> that exists. Uh, <laughs> and basically, they run out on the check when they get it. Mm-hmm. As they're running out, Adelaide's like, you know, seeing that strange robot for his 12 children to do his bidding makes me think about having kids of our own. <laughs> he's, got, he's got a steel trap. This is why I love Adelaide. He's so good. <laughs> he, he makes this connection. That's wonderful. He's so good at being average. My, my darling wife, you're so good at being average. <laughs> Copyright 2017 Hallmark Corporation. You're just leaving this money on the table, Hallmark. Right? You could have this. Um, I want to point out that he pointed to it himself. Oh, of course I did. <laughs> but uh, Leela responds to Adlai saying that he wants to have children by saying it's the most beautiful day of her life. And then Zoidberg just sprays ink all over everybody. <laughs> She's just dripping in ink. <laughs> <laughs> we go to Bender's apartment and it's kind of set up like a, like a, crappy like a, a a crappy day camp with a lot of like it's got a lot of bunk beds barely and, furnished bunk mm-hmm. beds and fry and bender are playing cards and all the kids are getting antsy and they're like read us a story and so he reads them his own arrest <laughs> record mm-hmm. uh march 3rd at 2 p.m bender was caught shoplifting and then he shows a picture of him like Standing in front of the you know, the the marks that to show you how high is, just pointing at the the watch he stole, and I want to point out something. That picture when I was in high school was on my uh, m- one of my binders. Nice. Like, this is a show that I like. Nice. And that was a picture I found on the internet. Well done. Yep, <laughs> that's all I got. <laughs> I had. Not it's not at all related to Futurama, but in, is it related to high school? It is. In, Excellent. In my Spanish five class, I took a picture of the uh, banana uh, and the guy with the spoon who's too big from that rejected cartoon, sure. and I tra- translated "I am a banana" into Spanish and made him say that. Uh, so that was on my binder because I'm a weirdo. You may have noticed. <laughs> I I am definitely not on the top of that. Uh, <laughs> On the top of that bell curve. Oh, man, I'm not either. Uh, he sends the ki- the kids to bed as the grown-ups have to talk. And then he calls Fry, Ma. Come on, Ma. He sits down and he does some math. Um, and he says he needs a calculator. 
but you are a calculator. A good calculator. I love that joke so much. <laughs> uh, he sits down and does some math, and he figures out that he's not making a profit because he's getting $100 a week per kid from the government, mm-hmm. but it's costing him 110 per week. Leela uh, is at Adelaide's, and they're putting together a puzzle of a... Like a, a pacifier factory. Yeah. Which makes Adelaide think more about kids. Also, why does he have a jigsaw puzzle of a pacifier factory? Why wouldn't he? I mean, why wouldn't he? Yes, that's correct. Why do they exist? <laughs> that's a that's the best question to ask here. That's a it's a very specific thing. Leela, um, in actually I think sort of a, a really heartfelt Leela moment is like, well, if we're gonna have kids, since we're both orphans why don't we adopt instead of like actually having kids? Yeah. He finds this to be a perfectly acceptable solution. He, in fact, it's adequately satisfactory. Just like Adelaide. Just like Adelaide. Uh, they then go to the, to honest benders, stolen car parts, boutique and orphanarium and orphanarium is scribbled on to the sign in. He, he parades them out one by one. Um, they turn down Albert because he's kind of a fatty. Uh, poor Albert. He seems he seems like he's full of life. They turn down... I forget what her name is, but um, Bender points out 100% human, no vampire in there. And, and it's not that they turn it turn her down necessarily. It's just like, uh, don't, they're, 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 they're being... They're not sure. Yeah. Um, Bender also says if money is an issue, why not this unit that... Wait, he describes the child as a unit. Yeah, it's there's um, a lot going on here. And, and it's uh, one of the kids has a third ear growing out the uh, out, out of her forehead. Yeah. Uh, so it's it, she's wearing a sash that says as is. <laughs> which is like. The, Jeez. Yeah, it's pretty messed up. I Like I said, I don't defend anything <laughs> Bender does in this episode. Um, so. After they're kind of needing to talk, they Bender sends the kids to bed. And then, as he's kind of serenading them, those kings of new New England, uh, Earl and Schmitty and the cops bust in. Oh, yeah, because we forgot a, a part, too. Before Leela and Adelaide show up, he's talking to a Chinese restaurant to try to sell <laughs> the kids as meat. He even lifts up Albert and says, ah, roughly about 35 pounds. So, yes, when, when Earl and Schmitty bust in they say that he's uh that bender is under arrest for child cruelty child endangerment depriving children of food selling children as food and misrepresenting the weight of livestock i mean that's a they're throwing the book at him at this point so fry bender and the kids get thrown into a jail cell uh-huh Leela asks Schmitty if if they can adopt one of them and she, he says eh, they're just gonna rot in the evidence locker <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah they're they look in the the jail cell and all the kids are making fun of uh sally the little girl with the ear growing out of her mm-hmm. face leela says i've made up my mind i want to adopt her and adelaide kind of like freaks out well because there's so as much, much as adelaide can he freaks out in an adelaide like if he's normally at like a five he goes to like a five point oh one seven yeah he's not going he cranks it up he cranks it all the way up to 5.01 second what what 5.017 yes nailed it um and adlay suggests getting a normal one because there are so many normal ones Mm -hmm. leela's like well but what's wrong with her like she's totally fine and adlay says well I suppose you were totally fine before I gave you the eye surgery. And she's like, yeah, I was. And, and then Fry cheers. And she's like, shut up, Fry. <laughs> and then uh, and then she's like, in fact, I want you to, to put back my mm-hmm. eyes how it was. And he's like, oh, and what if I refuse? She's like, <laughs> in a great Leela line, look, one of us is going to have one eye by the end of the day. That's true. I do, I do want to point out that Adlai kind of gave her a deal to actually adopt the Sally with the three ears, but if she 
he was able to give her the surgery to make her normal. To make her acceptable. Oh, to make her... Like, correct. Like, make, he literally... Lit, Adelaide turns out to be a little bit of a jerk. A little bit? He's a little bit higher than the top of the bell curve uh, on the jerk scale. Yeah. Turns that, out. See, that jerk scale... Don't want to be too high on that jerk scale. So, Bender... <laughs> Bender donates the kids back to the orphanarium. Which the orphanarium treats as this like amazing and great gift. Well, probably because of the 1,200 wing wangs. And in honor of that, they've renamed it to the Bender B. Rodriguez Orphanarium. Uh, Leela has had the surgery on her eye again, and she has the one eye, and Fry and Leela hug and are happy about that. Yeah, she's actually very... like She gets, spends the whole episode being like shut up fry your opinion doesn't matter and now she's like okay well yeah like thank you for you know actually being there for me and it's a nice little touching moment yeah pretty nice bender uh kind of has a last moment with the kids he they give him a drawing of of him smoking a uh, candy cane which he complains about because he smokes cigars not candy canes um he crumples it up and puts it in his compartment and the kids walk off kind of sad she does when she's handing him the picture too she's like we know robots don't have emotions but we draw you this picture and i'm like that's a great line because it's like the kids know robots don't have emotions sure well you and it's adorable yeah there's a lot of adorable kids moments in this it's kind of great yeah uh they when they walk off sad after a a beat bender looks around and un takes the the drawing uncrumples it and puts it on the inside of his compartment with a with a magnet right where his heart is mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then all the kids see it and like rush him and like tackle him and he's on the ground covered in these kids and, and he screams i hate you all and that is where the episode ends and now it is time for grades so this episode, I understand very much that Adelaide is a jerk and very funny at the same time. I find Adelaide and Leela's plot just as milquetoast as I find Adelaide. Um, okay. I don't find it interesting or... I mean, it's it certainly hits that kind of moral of be yourself instead of what other people think want you to be, but I just don't think there's a lot there. Mostly, okay. mostly because Adelaide is like a piece of drywall basically it's true um and i don't i don't find even though the bender subplot kind of ties in with adlay and leela somewhat satisfactorily it just it never comes together for me it's not an episode to me that i really really like and really want to go back and watch again um so i i i don't i don't really like it i think i'm gonna have to give it like a c plus Okay, but you do know that Adelaide would totally love that grade, right? <laughs> Dang it. So, um, but no, that's that's fair. Um, and I totally get where you're coming from. But uh, I am going to actually go in a completely different direction sure. because I love this episode. Um, it is really funny. There's a lot of uh, moments that I, I'm really laughing over because there's so many great one-liners. You know me. I love the one-liners. Sure. Uh, Adelaide is full of them. Uh, Bender actually has a lot of very it, he's on both sides of the spectrum in this episode because he's literally stepping on baby baskets sure, yeah. and trying to sell Albert as food mm-hmm. and he's also like getting all emotional about having to give these kids up and like putting the the drawing of him like in his compartment and there's that whole level of like Fry being like you should be yourself and really appreciating Leela for who she is rather than, you know, the, the surgery. There's a lot that I really love about this episode. And are you ready for this? I don't think I am, but go ahead. A plus. Wow. Oh, I love this episode. Holy cow. We are pretty divergent on this specific episode. <laughs> Two roads diverged in a wood and I took the A plus and that has and, made all the difference. And you took the page. <laughs> yes no i i love it it's a great episode sure and i i get everything you're saying and i'm not trying to disparage that or anything i mean but... your valid your opinion is incredibly valid too because it is a you know it has a lot of good one one-liners and things like that so but yeah i don't know i just yeah. i love it there's so much 
it's probably like if I had to if I had to rank all of my A pluses that I have given or will give, sure. it's probably the lowest of the A pluses. It's just squeaking by with like a ninety seven percent. Yeah, and that's just squeaking by. Just squeaking by. And that's with three E's. So <laughs> Um, oh man but yeah a plus from from me excellent now this is a great one to actually get all of your opinions on because we have usually we're pretty on the same page we went two completely different directions on this one so we want to know what you all think if you want to get in contact with us to talk about this episode any other episode of futurama even if you've just found some great, awesome Futurama thing out in the world. I I saw a picture of uh, uh, some weird Bender stickers on my walk to lunch today. I'm going to post to the Facebook group later. Oh, nice. Like, anything like that. We love Futurama. We love talking Futurama. So, if you want to get in contact with us, plenty of ways to do so. You can email us at backtothefuturamapodcast at gmail.com. You can tweet at us at Back to Futurama. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Back to Futurama. Uh, we are on iTunes slash Apple Podcasts. Uh, go ahead and subscribe, rate, and review, and send, share with your friends, and, and we can all talk about Futurama together. That would be adequately acceptable. Even more so. Satisfactory. Average, please. <laughs> We're going to go out on all the Adlai one-liners, <laughs> if you'd like. Well, I'm not very di- I'm not very good with words, which is why I'm in such a delicate conundrum. <laughs> and until next week, I'm Ben, and I'm Mike. Goodbye, Goodbye from, from the world, world of tomorrow. tomorrow.